Say hello, Nick. Hello, Laura's boyfriend. Oh, again. <laughs> hello, Victoria's husband. And Judith's you... father. Yes. I don't know your parents' names. No. Today... Mr. and Mrs. Mailer's son. Yes. I just came up with them. This came out of the top of my head. Today... Extraordinary. Yes, today. Not yesterday. Today... Uh-huh. uh-huh. We're discussing... Yes. Or perhaps not discussing... Ooh, you may some... have caught on to how this podcast <laughs> works, Nick. Something very topical. Uh-huh. Have we forgotten the true meaning of Christmas? Excellent. So you've got um, oat milk... I us. do, yes. We we decided on oat milk doings. <laughs> we decided not to have alcohol again this week mm-hmm. and we're having oat milk. It's milk made <coughs> made from oats. That's right. Tell me, Mr. Walker, why are we having oat milk? Because apparently we're now just a sad pastiche of another podcast. But why are we having oat milk? Because Andrew Collings likes it. Because he doesn't like drinking real milk because he right. thinks he's allergic to it. Do you know why he thinks he's allergic to it? Because he read a magazine article <laughs> in the Daily Mail, I no, imagine. No, he got some um Allergy test. Oh no! They is hold that up true? your arm. <laughs> put, put, your, put your foot in a, in a on a pad on the ground. <laughs> yes. And it, or they put your finger in it. Using electrolytes. No, and if you hold up your arm, if your arm drops or something, oh, yeah. instead you're allergic. So they decided he was allergic to normal milk. So oat milk. Yes. It's milk made from oats. Now, which is naturally milky substance. Yes. It's called made from pure oats. Oatly. Oatly. Okay. Shall I? Do you want me to read you the back? Very much so. It looks like it looks it looks hand drawn, like someone's doodled it with a biro in, yes. in a in a letter. Wholesome. I mean, that's how they've intended it to look. Wholesome and homemade. Mm-hmm. An ode to oats. Oh, this is going to be lovely. There is nothing finer than oats. Nothing at all. Oats are a gift from nature, made for us to enjoy. Thanks, nature. Do we exaggerate? Do they? Maybe a little. Oh, <laughs> the contrite. That's nice. <laughs> but that doesn't change the fact that Oatly is a healthy and tasty alternative to milk and soya. Even though we've just confessed to lying. (laughs) (laughs) This bit's great. An alternative to soya, because of the problem with doing those soya allergies that we all have. Oatly is free from added sugar, low in saturated fat, and contains oat fibre. Oat fibre, eaten as part of a healthy diet, can help to lower your cholesterol levels. P.S. Discover the goodness of oats. P.S. That's cute. On www.oatly.com and then they draw a little picture. Oats look good too. Aww. I beg to differ. No, it looks like a dying bit of mistletoe. Is what yes. that looks like. Anything else to read on, and the, on pop- the side? Box? If you drink a two hundred and fifty mil glass of Oatly, we'll be turned into superheroes. You'll get thirty eight percent of the recommended daily allowance of calcium. I'm frightened. Of- so yes, how many glasses do you have to drink to get a hundred percent? Hang on, sixteen. Uh, 2.63. Oh, it's sweeter than to work that I out. Like, I, like I, got, the, I got confused. The answer's upside down. I like the fact that you, <laughs> you've given math problems on your, on your card. And... What's it? Start your day with Oatly, but then in parentheses, but feel free to use a bigger bowl. And then they've got the... Oh, because there's the a little stop. bowl in the... They've got the full stop outside of the parentheses, which is, is incorrect. No, I think it is correct. No, you it... can confine the grammar within the parentheses. No, I don't. I disagree. What does H equal? H equals healthy. So it's a da da da. It's all little da da lines all around. Are you? Right. Are you looking forward to this? I'm very much. This so this is shake. Right. It says shake, drink, and smile. So firstly, I'll okay. shake into the mic, please. Shake. Uh-huh. So we've had the shake. It's been shook, <laughs> and we will have the drinking. Uh huh. Okay, I'm going to pour out something. It's going to pour. Well, oh, I was right. Oh my goodness! It's a slightly yellowy colour that <laughs> yeah. disturbs me. 
How does it unoat essentially a dry product? Where, <laughs> yes, does, no. where does wet come out of it? We don't talk about such things. <laughs> Do you think they just mix it with some milk? Since everyone's making up their allergies anyway. <laughs> it's just some milk. <laughs> okay, it's a drink and then mm-hmm. smile. Well, really... I want to sniff first. I want to... Sniff first. No smell at all. No, they would put your nose right down, didn't you? Oh, it smells a bit like um, rice pudding. Or the bottom of the porridge bowl. <laughs> yeah, the bottom of the porridge bowl is exactly Are you what ready? it smells like. Three, two... <laughs> Our listeners love these moments of suspense. <laughs> Three, yeah. two, one. It's all right. It's like it's like the wateriest <laughs> porridge I've ever had. Exactly, but it's quite nice. It's watery porridge. It's watery porridge, everybody. That's what they should call it. Which isn't surprising since it is wet oats. <laughs> it's essentially watery porridge, I suppose. And it's some watery porridge. I want to see what percentage of this is water. <laughs> yes, let's find. Because I'm going to say that not much percentage of milk is water. It's mostly milk. I mean, it's, it's made from water in, in, in the cat in Mister and Mrs. Cow, but <laughs> Mister Cow. <laughs> When they love each other very much, they make some milk. <laughs> Mr. Cow's milk you don't want to drink. Well, they don't just make milk. Mr. Unless... Cow, it's, it's not milk, John. You've been drinking the wrong thing. <laughs> somebody, somebody who should have been eating cream teas when you were a lad has been misleading you. No, you just put your mouth over Mr. Cow's udder and eventually... For... Farmer Giles was lying to me. Yeah. I can't believe I said Farmer Giles. That <laughs> yeah, was that was lazy. Awful, I'm sorry. That would have been written on the back of, <laughs> yeah, of an Oatly thing. carton. I am um, no better than Oatly. <laughs> yes. Ingredients, oat base, water, comma, oats 10%. So it's water and it's then 90%, 10, it's 90, 10%, 90% water. 90% water, yeah. It's just porridge. Rapeseed oil. Which is an odd ingredient. Salt, calcium carbonate, i.e. lime scale. <laughs> calcium phosphate and vitamins vitamins they're good for you mm. I don't this is nice it does not replace milk in any sense of the word we had a control <laughs> well, okay, yes, the, right. the control is real milk actual semi-skimmed milk semi-skimmed milk from Mrs. Cow now I should say actually this is slightly peculiar milk This bo- it tastes a bit odd this milk from this. it's perfectly good I'm sure it's not goat milk no it's just regular milk but it, did, it has a, it's a funny cow it came from this one it might have been a boy cow <laughs> not Mr. Cow it smells a bit brackish yeah, so it still tastes a little odd, but it, it there is no comparison, is there? Because that's look how look how that leaves a white mm. ghost on the glass, mm. whereas this <laughs> absolutely does not. Well, the problem is well, it does a little bit, I guess. The milk. The problem is milk has lipids in it. It's got the fats that coat your mouth and make you feel all lovely and cosy. Whereas oats don't. They're just oats. This oh. I want to add some uh, fruit and a little bit of. Um, Bit of golden syrup, maybe, golden syrup. Yeah, so this would be much nicer. Would this combine with a rum? Oh heavens, no! Milk curdles with everything, doesn't it? But this isn't milk. Oh, that's true. I think it <gasps> might combine with a rum. I'm going to try it with with some spiced rum at some stage. Okay. Um, no, it's, it's it's not horrific. It really is. No, it's really... not. It's actually quite nice. Um, it doesn't substitute milk, but it does substitute the watery I'll porridge. What, yeah, but it does give you that cosy feeling that you get from porridge. So mm-hmm. it replaces the lipid coziness. With with porridge coziness, hmm. you've actually finished the glass. Yeah, I like well that. Well done. Okay, nice. Everybody, buy Oatly. Buy Oatly. Do not buy any other mm. brand of oat milk. Uh, we, actually, haven't, we haven't tested. Actually, it if I had you. to drink an oat uh, milk substitute, I would have this rather than soya. Have you ever had soy milk? It no, tastes, I, it tastes I think really I have. metallic yeah, yeah. and unpleasant. It's so, bad. No, this this tastes like my friendly porridge man 
Excellent. Pushed, pushed through a sieve and had lots of water added to it. The porridge man who delivers the porridge every morning. Yes. Hello, porridge is here. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Porridge Man. Thank you, Mr. Porridge Man. Why don't you come outside and look at my porridge truck? <laughs> Get inside. <laughs> Mr. Cow's ready. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm going to let my cat in as much to your disgust because otherwise he's going to stare out the window and, oh, yeah. and make me feel guilty the whole God, God forbid a cat should stare at a window. We, 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 we know how much cats hate staring and hate it's windows, true. so forcing a cat to yeah. stare at a window yeah. is just the most tragically awful thing that you can ever yeah, do. That's true. Honestly. Him and his cat. Imagine if we had a cat. Now that, now that you're Laura's boyfriend, oh, you, you don't need to be obsessed with a cat in that way anymore. <laughs> you're no longer Mr. Strange Cat I've Man. I've made it very clear to Laura who's more important to me. Exactly. Absolutely. And the answer is Jesus. <laughs> I'm saying that the cat's been around for three years. She's got some competition there. Jesus has been around for 2,000. <laughs> That's true. So she loses and so does Dexter. That's true. I'm opening up my Kit Kat now. Oh, bummy, I forgot about your Kit Kat. Yeah, I decided to see if it would go with the oat milk. Mm-hmm. Okay, so today... <laughs> Should we get around to discussing something? <laughs> Nine minutes into the podcast. Hmm. Today we're, we're, we're going to be discussing the rules. Oh, the rules, yes. Can you introduce me to the rules, please, John? Hello, Nick. Would you like... Here's the rules. The rules meet Nick. Okay, what are the rules? Oh, the rules are... Um, I have noticed in my day-to-day life I've encountered some idiots. Mm-hmm. And these are to get rid of them. Okay, so they're, like, they're guides for just existing. Getting rid of idiots. Well, no, it's just it's with guns? So- solving idiots. Solving idiots. Yeah, so they just follow these simple set of rules. Would you say that the, this is the final solution to these idiots? <laughs> That's a, it's maybe the penultimate solution. Right. <laughs> it's, it's the last chance before. That's right. Before they well, before more drastic action is before taken. More re- more necessary action <laughs> is taken. Right. The rules are some of them are quite light-hearted and fun. Others are deadly. Mm-hmm. Like the first rule on mm-hmm. the, on the rules, mm-hmm. and believe me, I have many more than are written down here. Yeah. Is um, if you think of an excellent uh, punning name for a shop or business, mm-hmm. you must quit your job there and then mm-hmm. and begin that enterprise immediately. Let's see if you are a senile granddad. Uh huh. We did discuss this, didn't we? We talked about um, holy crap, Mister Smithson. <laughs> we don't need his place in the home yet. <laughs> so we have discussed that one before, yeah. haven't we? Holy crap, yes, but crap. I mean, there was, I phoned you once, there was a sandwich shop, and oh yes, it was Sam Witch's shop, <laughs> S-A-M-W-I-C-H-E-S, mm-hmm. of course without the apostrophe. Of course. I mean, you, you, you'd hate anybody who abused apostrophes, you certainly wouldn't go out with them. Um, Sam Witch's, can you imagine, can you imagine what, what Mrs. Witch is like? She must be thinking, oh my god, we need a divorce now. <laughs> yes, right. Mm. Must be. Although it kind of breaks the pun if you put the apostrophe in as well. I suppose so. They must have worried. Are you drinking the real milk as well? I'm, I'm trying both, yes. Okay. So, so yes. Yeah, any any other good ones? Holy crap. Sandwiches. <coughs> I walked past a hairdresser today. Always hairdressers. It was yeah. called uh, 2 T-W-O D-Y-E 4 F-O-U-R so what they they, they slightly <laughs> misunderstood what puns are. It's like a it's like two gates shrieking <laughs> against one another on blackboard. So it they sure have said to die for without spelling any of the words correctly mm-hmm. and die like dyeing your hair. Or, or so at least the digit two D Y. They probably didn't know how to spell die doesn't dyeing your hair. But what what a two and a four got to do with anything? They probably only said T-O-O because they don't know how to spell... It's T-W-O. It's the number two and the number four. It just, there's no... Is it the digit two sense. or is it literally T-W-O? No, it's T-W-O. 
D-Y-E-F-O-U-R. There's no, there's no way to fathom. It's just like, oh, is puns where you spell all the words wrong in the sentence? And you spell the digits. <laughs> oh, it's my very goodness. strange. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. There are very often hairdressing salons that, that do this pun. You know what's really odd about puns? There are also... There are puns, but there are also... Related to <coughs> puns are funny backronyms. I think they come from the same family. Oh, have, yeah. you, have you ever noticed how... Um, American bills in 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 Congress, right? They work hard so that the abbreviations spell out a funny or appropriate appropriate oh, really? word. That the Patriot Act, Patriot stands for oh, something. Oh yes, of course, yes, and all that kind of thing. And it's so weird. Like it's it's a really serious, you know, business yeah. creating law. So, oh, let's let's create a funny backronym. So. <laughs> I like the idea that they're, they're <laughs> trying to create a law, and then they can't quite spell the word, so they have to introduce a new element. To yes. <laughs> It, it, it is. precariously balanced things. It frightens it me. Like you're doing the Patriot Act and they go, oh, we haven't got an O. We're going to have to introduce obligatory <laughs> death from yes. the fives. Yes. So okay. We can get it in there. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I define my laws, whether it spells out a good acrostic. <laughs> yes. Acronym. That's an acrostic when you read it down. Oh, it would yeah. be an acrostic, but that, no, that would allow for full sentences. Oh, that's true. Well, I think obligatory or death standard. from the fives does count as Yeah, it does, yes. Right, what's the second f- rule? I don't want to do number... I'm just going to pick it random. No, what's the second rule? Oh because you said you don't want to do number two. Well, just now you have to. Isn't that interesting to discuss? No, now you have to. Never go to a party which has clip art on the, clip art on the invite. I agree with that. I agree with it too. I wrote it. Um, do you remember... I don't know when you were... He'll have the wacky man with the <laughs> balloon and the ribbon. Woo! <laughs> or, or, you, yeah, or, or you go into a play and they've got the sad the face. The sad mask and half mask. <laughs> But but you've gone to enough church fates. I mean, you must have not oh. been able to. You must have not been able. You must have not. But surely church fates are the epitome of bad clip art. And, oh yeah, and and word art. And it will all all text in Comic Sans. Comic Sans, <laughs> or worse, well that that word warped Comic Sans. You know where you can warp oh, the word art thing. Word art where, where where it goes into a kind of banner or a worse right, swirly yeah. Yeah. wave. That's right. Nothing says that you're going to have a good time as much as words. Summer are. fate. <laughs> it's Christchurch. Summer fate with with Christchurch. You know, wobbly wobbly Christchurch. <laughs> if you had to say that, say so Christchurch. Summer fate. <laughs> and then the picture of a a big no Jews allowed. <laughs> That's what they always have <laughs> on those posters. Yeah. <laughs> well, no Jews allowed! <laughs> and then a wacky church cartoon of a church building with a kind of di- curvy yeah, lines yeah. for the edges. Architecturally impossible <laughs> yes. church. Yes. And Or maybe there's the vicar standing outside with a cheesy grin. <laughs> yeah, no word art. Yeah, so, you see, and you weren't going to read out that rule. I know, and I didn't... What I, you know, I underestimated our comic genius. <laughs> you did. <laughs> when I was, actually, when I was a kid, and I don't know whether it was with you... There's a programme called Print Shop, or Print Master, about kids on their Ataris and their Apple IIs and that. And it was like, everybody would start printing their posters and their party invitations with Print Shop. And it came with a certain number of preset examples of clip art, which you'd include in it. And you print out in your dot matrix printer. Mm -hmm. And it was like the most rudimentary of desktop publishing applications. It would actually ask you, do you want to create a greeting card? And you would do it. and And... there was a time at school where every single person was printing out their birthday invitations and their things like that on print shop, all using the same um, clip art and that kind of thing. And I suppose this is word art and it's horrific, yeah. her- horrific um, comparators are the descendants of this. 
<coughs> I mean, I've been guilty of it. And I remember when I was younger, like much younger, I would delve into clip art, the excitement of clip art. Yes, but no, clip art is now banned. That's true. No and more. you certainly got to go to parties. You can't go to parties with the clip art on the invite. Sorry, you have to say no. Yeah. Number three. Number three, you no longer have to pay, and this needs to be updated, it's a couple of years old. Mm-hmm. You no longer have to pay £7, it says here, to have a conversation with your friends at the cinema. Uh-huh. From now on, you may have the same conversation with your friends in the park for free. Mm. It's a generous rule, that one. <laughs> it is a generous rule. Now it's £9. You know how long I have to pay yeah. £9 to go the and people... have a lengthy chat in the dark room <laughs> that other people maybe don't want to hear? Well, these days, they won't only have a chat with their friends in the dark room, they'll have a chat with their friends yeah. who aren't in the dark room on their phone. Yeah, let's have a little natter. And then send some text messages and wait for the text. Beep, 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 beep. That's right. A little natter, have a chat. It's just their lounge, after all. <laughs> it is. Their lounge has got lots of chairs in it, and it's, it's quite dark. It's quite, quite a big screen. Quite a big telly. And big telly in yeah. the lounge. <laughs> You know true. what I've been saying about cinemas as they upgrade to digital projectors? That's all true now. So it is just a big telly, yeah. a big lounge, and they can have a chat if they want that's to. That's right. But uh, there's no respect for it anymore, as there shouldn't be if it's not celluloid. So Okay, fair enough. So you need, you need digital to, screens you're allowed to talk. You're allowed to talk, you're allowed to do what you want. You can you can get up and go to, go to the loo and pause the video. That's true. <laughs> I do think there should be, this is my theory for cinemas, is that every chair <laughs> should have a pause button. And once the majority of people in the cinema have pressed the pause button, then you can all rush off to the loo and then you can come back again. Okay. But you can't just you know stop it for everyone but once more people want to stop yes. and don't then that's <laughs> yeah. fair then you can pause the movie or fast forward <laughs> or if you miss a bit of dialogue rewind. you can all hammer the rewind button yes. or well, we want to see that again that was cool <laughs> Good more than 30% of the people yeah. press rewind I yeah. think you get to see that explosion a second time yeah. this seems fair it does seem fair or and the... that will work with both digital and traditional cinemas so we can imp- imp- implement it in both mm-hmm. or just toilets in the seats <laughs> commode that would work too easily would be a commode which is appropriate because, of course, our most fav- our most famous um, reviewer is Mark Kermode. Oh, yes. So you see, you'd be sitting on <coughs> your Kermode. That's true, yes. At the cinema. Im kino. That would be appropriate. And I said im kino, not ins kino, because ins kino is the accusative. I'm not saying I'm going <laughs> into... <laughs> I'm not saying you I'm, thought you got it wrong. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm not saying I'm <laughs> going into the cinema. I say I already am in the cinema. And therefore it's the dative, hence indem, im kino. Mm. Oh, I can't believe they These spelled people. that one again. What's the third rule? That was the third rule. The fourth rule. The fourth rule is, look at toilets before you sit down, you idiot. Don't people do that? I mean, no, they don't. This is why the ladies mm-hmm. often complain about toilet seats not being put back down. And the reason they complain about this is because they fall down the toilet when they go to sit down. Now, I have, uh, on one occasion, gone and sat down on the toilet to do a, a, a gentleman's poo <laughs> before they put the seat down. And my instant reaction is, ah, and jump back up again. I didn't fall down the loo. <laughs> fall down the loo. Into, ah, into toilet down. Narnia. <laughs> into round bend with a big puppet crocodile. Um, yeah, that's what happened. At our house, uh, the, um, uh, the lady doesn't have that problem because we have to keep the toilet closed at all times. To stop the baby from going for a swim? No, no, um, because our cat, Minnie, oh, yes. loves drinking from the toilet. It's her favourite thing in the world. <laughs> and and she, she will detect, as, as soon as you let the toilet <laughs> yeah. open, from wherever she is, and she seems to, she, as you have seen, she must be listening for the reciprocal <laughs> up and down clang. And if she doesn't hear the down clang, but she does hear the toilet door opening, Minnie's in there, two yeah. paws on the rim, yeah. inside the bar, and then she's in her father. See, that, that I, what I fear for that when I've seen Dexter trying to drink out of the toilet, which has happened on a couple of occasions, mm-hmm. that they just slip, and that is instant death, isn't it? They can't, they pause won't gain purchase on the inside of the bowl, they'll just drown. <laughs> so I'm not okay with cats. With cats <laughs> drinking from toilet bowls. Cats and toilet bowls. Why do they do that? I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's an old question, but why, why? I mean, they've got a bowl of water, why do they want to drink from the toilet? Yes. It's a reasonable why? argument. Why? It's, 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 apparently they're gross. 
Cats are awful. Why yeah. do we have these wild creatures in our house? Ridiculous. Get rid of yours now. <laughs> no. Moving on. Number five. We're we just going to do this for the whole thing. Yes. Just the rules. Yes, okay. yes, it's the rules. We're just gonna, anyone who's read them is going to be really annoyed by this. No, we're discussing them. We're discussing them because I, I may strike some of them off. Oh, okay. That's yeah. interesting. So far, I've allowed you to keep them. I've been That's very true. generous. I, no, no, you haven't been generous. You've agreed. Mm. Number yeah, five. generous. Well, this is the number five. I don't think you're going to disagree with number five. Uh, if you are offered a cup of tea or coffee, that is the indication that it is not too much trouble. Uh-huh. From now on, put these proviso in on. Put this proviso in your reply, and you will be obliged to leave. Okay, <laughs> that's the rule. Would oh, you like a cup of tea or coffee? Oh, if it's not too much trouble. Oh, if you're oh, putting one on anyway. Are you Are you making one anyway? No, but it's not going to dark kill me to try. I think I can probably <laughs> boil the kettle. I wouldn't have offered you one if it wasn't too much trouble. <laughs> Exactly. Hence the phrase "too much." <laughs> That's right. Do you think if I, was, oh god, the last thing I want to do is make a cup of tea today? That is way too much trouble. <laughs> Probably not going to offer a cup some of tea. trouble, but not too much. It's, it's the amount of trouble I can cope with. <laughs> yes, I budget myself some trouble every day, and we'll wonder about it. <laughs> right. If you're making one anyway, <laughs> so I like to say to people like that, "No, I wasn't actually," so I'm not going to bother. <laughs> <laughs> you should. No. Have you ever done that? So, yeah. Actually, I wasn't. No, I wasn't so, no tea for you. Well, that reminds me of similarly. Um, well, it sort of reminds me. I, I've been to a number of business meetings in some way. You spend the whole day there, or, or most of the day. Yeah. And if you're lucky, you're offered tea or coffee, sometimes offered water. Oh, this is the British hospitality, yeah. isn't it? And But but very rarely are you actually offered buns mm. or biscuits or, yeah. or or anything. God forbid you should be offered lunch or sandwiches, things <laughs> like that, you know. I just, I've noticed it seems to be very peculiar to... To the Brits, the Brits. Have you are, gone for meetings in America? Of, no, of America. I, I, I know of those. Yes, it's just very great. different. Walk into a game developer. Or, or, or do you, no, like... no. Let's not to say anywhere else in the world. Actually, probably. If yes. you go for a meeting in the continent, of course, you'd go up for a five-hour lunch in yeah, between right. and so And if you go, you know, in the Middle East, you'll be given all sorts mm-hmm. of lovely delicacies. But here, <laughs> yes, you'll have had your tea. <laughs> it's very mm. nice. And, Number uh, six. Yes, yeah, so of course, tea's trouble. A lot of trouble. Too much mm. trouble. Number six. Mm-hmm. If you have a T-shirt with writing across your breasts, that means it's okay for people to read your breasts. Oh, uh, yes. I'm reading your breasts yeah, I've now. Got it says, my breasts. It's got a picture of the ichthys, mm-hmm. and it says, I just support fish. Yes. It amuses me. And that's on your breasts. That is on my boobies. Yes, it is. For you to enjoy. Well, is, is this a meme? Is this to do the ladies come? Oh, why are you looking at my boobs? I just think... Is this known to be a I think it's not issue? fair to have writing across why the breasts. Not? And then, because then it makes you have to read it, and then you're staring at a lady's breasts. But then, but then you get two for the price of one. <laughs> true. You get you get a witty slogan and a lot of uh-huh. boobies. What's wrong with that? Well, the ladies seem to object when people stare at their breasts. Why? Because apparently it's rude. Why? Well, their eyes are up here. So, <laughs> I know that. So, if I look at their breasts, that's, what's what's the issue? Oh, Victoria, you lucky thing. What? But what is the? Oh, explain to me. What's the issue? Why, why, why can't you look at a lady's breasts? Because it's rude. Why? Because it's <laughs> it is rude. Why? Because they they are glands for private, and their eyes are. Yes, are optical right. transmitters. <laughs> so what? Just describing what they do doesn't tell me why I'm not allowed to look at them. Explain why I can't look at them. It's a fair point. <laughs> You've convinced me. Yeah. I'm just going to go around staring at everyone's boobs there. Yeah. yeah. So my eyes are up here. So you know, your eyes are quite dull, but your boobs are good. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> you have very tiny eyes. I think something to do with objectifying people, Nick. People are objects. <laughs> they take up space. I mean, you know, they're really objectify. That, the atoms did that. 
That's true. Like the atom <laughs> stop being stop being a collection of complex molecules if you don't want to be objects. That's that's what I've opted out of. Yes. Moving. <laughs> you're, you're, you're you're just a you're just a spiritual vapor. Yeah. A very big spiritual vapor. <laughs> fat. A big fat spiritual. I'll be fat and spiritual. <laughs> that's very sweet. In, 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 in heaven, nobody weighs anything. That's even the true. choppers. <laughs> Number seven. No umbrellas. It's very simple. No, this is, this is where we started becoming cross, I think, at some stage. Victoria disagreed. She said, you're just being silly. No, I'm not being silly. You are. It's fine to get wet. It's really not a problem. But I never go anywhere with an umbrella just because it's too much of a pain in the arse. Exactly. No, I'm not going gonna... to... Can you bleep that out? No. I, said, I, said, I said a naughty word. Arse, 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 arse. I mean, I can talk about press, but I can't talk about arse. Arse, arse, arse. Um, umbrellas, <coughs> actually, on the rules, that is a link to a much more elaborate mm. uh, rule. I just didn't bother spelling it all out again here. You don't like... You say that you call them... 12... Nine-pointed death, death stars. Yeah, that annoys Victoria. If you removed the covering from an umbrella and walked down the <laughs> street with it, you'd be wrestled to the ground. <laughs> it's an astonishing weapon that we're allowed to carry around. And people carry golfing umbrellas. This you can have your eye out with so that. so angry. You can have your eye out with that. I was walking uh, through Bath one time and there was this uh, lady... I quite like getting wet sometimes. And then you get inside yeah. and you, then you dry yourself off and you feel a bit virtuous. I, went up a, I walked up a hill to watch a thunderstorm once and... It was it, obviously the, the, the rain was going to come, and, and I realised I was trapped in it, and there's no and I, no choice, and I just embraced that moment, and I was like, I was in a, it was a very hot night, I was in a t-shirt, and um, just absolutely torrentially poured down. That was about five ten minutes walk from my house. I thought, brilliant, I'll get wet. Mm. I've, I'm you know I'm, I'm embracing this moment. I'm not going, I'm not going to rush and hide and put also, a plastic bag yeah. over my head and dash. And as I was walking, enjoying the rain, just because I stood in it and let it get, you know, got myself soaked before I walked home. And as I was walking down, I saw a guy on a bike. He was doing all that fighting and faffing and moaning and complaining. And I just gave him a big grin, smiles, yeah. and walked past him. I mean, when people say, oh, but well, you don't have a coat. Yes, I know. You don't have an umbrella. I know. Well, you'll get wet. Yeah. <laughs> I've got, I've, I'm quite cool. I've got waterproof skin. Yes, that's right. No, no. So it's mostly non-permeable. Yeah, yeah uh, and... Uh, it's quite interesting. There are certain people, certain groups of people, who treat that almost as if it's the worst thing that can happen to them. We were mm. at a place where there were lots of Italian people, and we were in a swimming pool, and as and a few drops of rain fell from the sky, just sort of slight drizzly rain. It was obviously just a passing cloud, and the people in the pool, as soon as this cloud started dropping its little bits of rain, yeah. jumped out of the pool into the shelter. <laughs> I'm not joking. That's brilliant. And are getting all their children and dragging them aside quickly, and it's like, oh my goodness, help, help! Were they fearing a thunderstorm? And no, that would make more sense. No, it wasn't a thunderstorm. And it wasn't clearly going yeah. to be one either. <laughs> but I was, I was told by Auntie Alice actually that frankly, yeah. um, Italians don't like the rain. Oh really? Respect. All of them, 100 all the Italians. Italians. Well, they they react like that to the rain. It's, How interesting! One doesn't get wet. Okay. So they done. must carry golfing umbrellas with them. Oh, well, that's an instant. That's an instant imprisonment. A night in prison for a golfing umbrella. <laughs> what don't you like about golfing umbrellas in particular? They're because not... they take up the. They are literally broader than a pavement. <laughs> you are taking up one individual who's completely blocked the whole pavement. Not even the fattest person in the world needs a needs a, a golfing umbrella. My main problem with umbrellas is that they don't often work very well because you have to angle them at just the right angle mm-hmm. for the prevailing rain. And if the rain's coming in in two directions, you're going to get wet anyway. And yeah. then the wind starts blowing and then pulls the umbrella up in, in, inside out. And, no, I mean, umbrellas are unnecessary, but not for a moral reason. I just think they're fatuous. They're really crazy. Crazy. Number eight. Mm-hmm. Oh, I need to tell how, how long we've been doing. We're I all can, right. I can show you. I, I'll tell you how long it's been. You ready? <laughs> yes. There you go. Yeah. 
okay. That's good, our number eight. system. Mm. I slightly spoiled it by discussing it, didn't I? Mm. Um, you are no longer... You no longer have to thank Carl's for stopping at Zebra Crossings. That's a law. It's not anymore? It's, no, it's, it's, it's a law. It's the a law. law that they have to stop. Yeah, so exactly. you don't say, don't think so people thank about traffic not, lights. Thank, thank, thank you for not murdering me today. That's right. Thank you. Thank you, stranger. You don't thank people for stopping at traffic lights. You don't need to thank them for stopping at Zebra Crossings. I'm a complete hypocrite about this because I still do. Well, I thank people. No, I think it's just nice. It's polite. But you don't have to. It's uh, not rude not to. I, I'm striking this law. No, it's not rude not to. That's the, that's I'm the striking point. the law. There are quite. I got. Why you to rephrase it then? You rephrase and say, "Do not feel bad." No, no, no. You, you no to. longer have to. It's not. You no longer. May, you no longer may. It's no longer have to. It's no longer required. Oh, okay. No, that, that's fair enough. Yeah. Uh, the, the, you, you, you Brits are quite good at zebra crossings. Actually, I've been to countries where people pay no attention to zebra crossings, and you take your life into your hands every time you cross a road. Bill Hicks used to say um, the difference. I think he said the Brits were bad. I think he was. No, that he's he's wrong. But he said that uh, as with so many other things. They, you know, maybe he's saying maybe he's talking about LA where they just you see a zebra crossing, you put your foot on the accelerator and turn the wipers on. Yes, um, some countries are like that. No, I was pleasantly surprised about the, the, the way people treated pedestrians on zebra crossings. Yeah, good. Well done, England. Well done. Number Come n- on, England. No one can disagree with number nine, and yet 95% of humanity fa- uh, dis- doesn't obey it. Mm-hmm. Number nine, get your wallet or purse out before you put your shopping on the conveyor belt. Well, that is silly, yes. I get my card out, actually. Well, there you go. That's all you need. I get my card out. I put it down on that little plastic raised bit. To and my... then somebody steals it. No, no. There's no reason to. No, somebody so, else steals it. They take you don't, it away. The, the reason, packing. Now, the rule is slightly unfair. The rule is saying you get your wallet and purse out before... You put your shopping on the conveyor belt. Now, the reason I've done that is it's a kind of preventative rule. Now, realistically, you need only get it out once you're shopping. So you put all your shopping on the mm. conveyor belt, and then you get your method of payment out but before, you don't the trust. Next per- yeah. before the next person is finished. But much as belts and braces. But yeah, much the same as I wouldn't trust people to pull away at a traffic light without much preparation. You, I'm, you know, the, yeah. you, you find it because there's nothing. There's nothing worse in the world. There's nothing, you know, a famine. It, it doesn't compare. Haiti is nothing compared to... It's compared to the person at the end of the... Uh, they, usually old. All of their shopping is in the bags. They finally finish packing their bags and then they start rooting Especially around in their handbag. A lady in their handbag. Uh, trying to rooting, find... shuffling, shuffling. Yeah. It. Oh, no, no, it's in there's somewhere. something worse. There's, there there is? is something worse. I'm not sure. It's where they explicitly start rearranging things. <laughs> like, oh, and they, like they'll take out some old tills and push it into another the compartment, and, and then so they on. push that in there, and there's yeah. lots of fiddling, and they take this and that and put it inside, and then only later, oh, yes, I've got some shopping to pay for. No, and a, a friend of mine lives in uh, Rio de Janeiro, and he's over in the country this week, and he was, tell, I was, sorry, this week, and he was telling me... So Punch and Judy show in Rio de Janeiro. <laughs> or two-bit peep show, I can't remember. I always think of um, the Sean Locke joke when he's talking about when you go past a pub, it says, great food and a great atmosphere. It's like, it's always a great atmosphere. You walk in, this like a cross between Disneyland and Rio de Janeiro. <laughs> anyway, um, so he lives there, which means he lives on holiday all the time. Yeah. Um, and he was saying that the supermarkets there are so bad. The queues, you said you can you can wait, it can take up to 40 minutes mm-hmm. for one person shopping to go through. They were saying that they hand the food to the person barcode up because it's ha- it halves the time <laughs> that you wait at the checkout. And Jonathan told me he's twice just abandoned his trolley and gone home. Because it takes so long, so apparently I would do far worse in in Brazil than I would do over no, here. No, you wouldn't, because you would have had a stroke by now. <laughs> sure, I'd just be dead. <laughs> yeah. I'd be dead on the supermarket floor. Yeah, people stepping around me. Mm. Number ten. Mm-hmm. You must. Oh, no! Like number ten, I've struck off myself. No, but let's hear it. It's an interesting to show well, evolution of, of of a mind. It doesn't even fit. Oh, uh, number no, no, ten. Let's hear it. it's you must be involved in the digging of one hole at least one foot deep every year. It's, oh, it's, 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 it's twee. You were trying to be twee, and it's twee. Oh, look at me! I'm a little bit yeah. I'm a special flower. Exactly. But why? What were you actually thinking? Were you just thinking of something to be a bit? Digging a hole? No, digging a hole is fantastically satisfying. It's very rewarding. No, to okay, I'll, I'll amend that rule. Yeah. 
one one needs to dig a fish pond, a <laughs> pond every every two years. Every two, that's a lot of ponds. somewhere. Huh? Yes. Digging a pond is a fantastic... Have you dug a pond? Yes, I dug, dug my a parents' pond. pond. Mm, it's really rewarding to dig a pond. And then you put I the dig the one, dug the one at school, actually, yeah, the nature pond, pond in middle school. Good. And I, I, I put the lining on, and, and it, it's well established now, and frogs mm-hmm. live there and all sorts. I've, I've, I've created an ecosystem. You did, a whole ecosystem yourself. So let's, if we amend that to ponds, maybe sure. a pond a decade. Let's yeah, be OK, a pond a decade. A pond a decade, yes. You need to edit these rules now. Yeah, it's true. Number 11... Mm-hmm. The right to walk in front of anyone you like at any time you like because you're pushing a buggy has been utterly revoked. <laughs> you're back to having to give a crap about anyone else again. <laughs> Nick. <laughs> our, our, we, our buggy is very posh and therefore we're above <laughs> this rule. <laughs> you and all parents. The buggy thing drives me crazy. Of course, if someone has a buggy, then you, you make way for them. You look out for them. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know if you're, in, if you're going past a shop door and they're struggling with the door, of course you hold the door open for someone with a buggy. It's just manners. But because you have a buggy doesn't mean you get to be first. You still have to wait like well, every does, other human it being. Means, it means that you've had a baby and are therefore a better sort of human. <laughs> I see. Yes, it's just I'm an indicator. Sure. I don't know it's if like that's baby true. on board, so smug breeder on board. There are quite a lot of rubbish humans in these bits. The breeder's fault. Yeah, yeah. So... Okay, well, I, 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 I don't think we've ever been selfish with our buggies. I hope not. I don't, I don't think so. It's very strange. The other day I was... bang into you, barge you out the way. The other day we, um, we went into London Town with a buggy. Oh, yeah. From where we live. And we, <coughs> we took the train from our house mm-hmm. to St Pancras. And then we were going to go to, um, to Covent Garden from St Pancras mm-hmm. on the Piccadilly Line. Tube, the underground, for yes. all, you, all you people who... Am I boring you? No, yes, you very much so, yes. Good. Um, now, this is... I, I, I've railed before about the... Man, if I haven't, I should have. About the fatuousness of trying to provide... provision, Trying to give provision to people who have disabilities. Mm-hmm. Um, in this particular way. Yeah. I Trying to retrofit into a system where it can't <coughs> be retrofitted disability mm-hmm. access when you should be spending that money just giving people say dial a ride subsidies sure, and things yeah, like that yeah. and here's an example to get from the Thameslink platform mm-hmm. where we were to the Piccadilly line platform took six different lifts <laughs> and about a 35 minute interchange at the station wow and I thought this is because we had the buggy mm-hmm. and look we could have you know in the end we could have taken her just in her baby carrier or whatever yeah. we decided to take the bike because it says well there's lift free access there's yeah. step free access so we tried it I was thinking you know if you're in a wheelchair you're going to do this once yep. and then you're going to say I'm not doing this again yeah, and the station's just wasted all its money and time on building this infrastructure mm-hmm. because it's ridiculous the funnier thing is that of course there are about three other stations on the underground network that also offer step free access right. so you also yes. have to make sure that you only travel they to... are very few and far between the ones yeah. with the wheelchair access exactly right? and they will always be so because of just the way that the stations are deep <coughs> they're built very deep underground yes, yes. by people uh, who didn't care about the cost and mm-hmm. the number of people who died in building we're not going to get right. back to that stage anymore yes um, so I think that the uh, it was, it was just so ridiculous that I began to realise that I, I, it was nice to put into practice my prejudice against such facilities. And then coming back, uh, I did inj- I did just grab, went down the stairs and a very nice gentleman who looked like the sort of hoodie yob. A hoodie yob. A hoodie yeah. yob. Um, I, I was taking the baby in her part of the pram, which is sort of a de- detachable um, carry cot. Mm-hmm. And the rest <laughs> of the chassis, this gentleman took down the stairs for me as I was running for the train. And then he ran off with it after stabbing yeah. you in the belly. 
Well, yes, but I, did, I did thank him. <laughs> yes, no, nice. no, it was very nice, and we got Excellent. onto the train. So that's the way to just get somebody to help you, and then you don't need to use these ridiculous lifts. There you go. I'm not yes. quite sure that counts for wheelchairs. Why not? Quite just heavy. lift me, lift me, me. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you just reintroduce sedan chairs for all <laughs> disabled people. Everybody's in a sedan chair, and it's a law that if you're able-bodied, you have to help somebody in a sedan chair. That seems perfectly reasonable. Yes. I'm up for that. Let's do that. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's now arranged. Good. Good. Excellent. That's a new rule. Mm. Um, I don't know if you agree with number twelve. Every time Did we, we do eleven. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was eleven. Okay. Um, this is number twelve. I won't agree with this. I assume. Everyone's just silly. Every time you hear someone use the word debate with some sort of explanation that it needs to be bigger than the norm, you absolutely must say mass debate and then snigger. Oh, yeah. That joke is always funny. Yes. It's never not funny. Well, we will Especially be having... if you can say it without uh, the other person realising you said it, then we... it's funniest. We will be having a big debate about mm-hmm. gaming soon. Excellent. Will, that... will we be enjoying a mutual mass debate, debate session? Yes, absolutely. We shall. Mm. And Will then, we be masturbating together? Yes, that's right. And then after we finish that, we'll do the debate. Ah, do the joke about the wanker. Yeah, moving on. Number 13. Her fake bingo calls are always funny. And this is, I 100% believe. Legs 11? No, 7 and 3? 28. <laughs> All the fours? 9. <laughs> See, on its own, 82. Legs 11? One. Exactly. That was always <laughs> funny. And there was, a, there was an episode of Dick and oh, what Dom's... About, what about Legs 11? Eleven. <laughs> That's, even... That's my favourite now. It's yes. great. There was an episode of Dick and Dom in the Bungalow, which I've heard of that program. Required viewing in this day. Um, these a Saturday morning program that ever so slightly went against the norm mm. of your going lives and your live and kickings. Yes. Um, it, it was anarchic to say the least, and it was written by people who had adult sensibilities and grew up obviously watching Vic and Bob and so and so forth. And so they did these; they'd have many, many funny sections and sketches in this program. They made it absolutely hilarious. And one of the bits they had was this cat that would go on. Why are you blowing into your hand? I don't know. This cat that um, uh, <laughs> very distracting, you know. He would go on adventures, and in one episode, he went to Wet Wang. Um, oh, Wetwang is, is the name of a place. And yeah, it's, 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 indeed. Richard Whiteley he was, was the, the, the mayor. Way, mayor of Wetwang. Yeah. Exactly. So they went to wet, he went to Wetwang, um, and he got fish and chips, and he went to a bingo hall. And the joke was, when he gets to the bingo hall, he does the bingo calling, and then he falls in love with one of the elderly ladies at the thing, and has this dream in which they have they run through fields together, and then they end up in a room in a bedroom together having a pillow fight. Mm-hmm. Very strange for Saturday morning children's television, yes. indeed. Um, but at one point, here's the bingo calls, and he does. There's two of them that maybe I literally cry with laughter every time I watch it, and one of them is that's the sound that gas makes or a snake. Sixteen, <laughs> and the other one was two vickers in a lift. Thirty-three. <laughs> the rule is fake bingo calls always funny. Always funny. Exactly. Always funny. Oh, okay. Uh, and number fourteen, you're gonna you'll probably get quite angry. You might even leave the room. Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. Number fourteen. Correcting grammar is to be met with a sense of reverence and awe. Of course. Of course. Yes. Absolutely. Yes, we'll not have any of that nonsense. Exactly. No, I agree with that. Yeah. Correcting grammar. Um, I don't see why you should be allowed to understand the offside rule and boast about it. Yeah, that's pretend, true, yes. Oh, I don't know how to use an apostrophe. No, you can't have it both ways. No, Sorry. Don't, no. And you also can't pretend to not only care about one of those things. Mm-hmm. There'll be something in your life where you're obsessed about the rules. But language is everything that makes you human and a communicative being. So you better damn be worried about how yeah. that works. So and when someone corrects your grammar, you say, you say thank you. Yes, you do. They improved it. They make yeah. life a bit better. Because because if they're not correcting their grammar, but they're they're only thinking that you've got it wrong, 
then they're not giving you the opportunity to change and they're just judging you. Yes. Silently and nastily. Yes. Better to do it in front of you than stab you in the back with a lexemic bar. Absolutely. Next. Number 15. One type of cleaning spray for bathroom and kitchen. They're clearly identical. <laughs> Just rebrand them. For, what is oh, this the... one specific to bathrooms. If you spray this one in your kitchen, <laughs> your kitchen will be a dirty poo wee place. <laughs> it's the you spray this in the a bu- dirty poo wee place. Yes. That's what happens. <laughs> of course. It's just all the same. It's ridiculous. Tiles. No more of that nonsense. Okay. Okay, number 16. We're running out of time. How much longer? What? Five minutes to go. I'm not sure we can do it. Maybe we'll have to extend by a few minutes. How many um, rules are there, John? <laughs> We're not going to go through all of them. How many rules are there, John? There are, hang on, scrolling down, 37. So uh, far. Okay, well, if they're 37, what's half of 37, John? 206? Yes. Excellent. Actually, we're at 16. That means we're going up to 18. Okay, we'll go quick. Because then, then we'll do another 18 at some go, other time. Go quickly. Okay. I'm my own grammar there. Yes. Um, it's an adverb, and go is a verb. Yeah, so you're adding you. to the verb. Thank you. Number 16. Although, confusingly, in Germany, and in, indeed in German... Yes. Um, you just you just use adjectives for the adverbs. That Actually, been... we're coming up to uh, one about Germany. That would have. Um, that's the funny thing. In, in Germany, you just use an adjective with an adverb. So go quick would be good. You do say you just say schnell is quick. Mm-hmm. So you say just gay gay schnell. Mm-hmm. You gay schnell. Oh, you had to go there. Yeah. Number sixteen. People who I get. I'm quite passionate about this one. People who get blown up by bombs are not brave. They are unlucky. From now on, they are only to reward receive awards for misfortune. What if they get blown up by bombs? Yes. Whilst they are attempting to stop other people from being blown up. Oh, by if bombs. someone in a bomb situation then heroically with their half a leg blown off rescues small children, then of course they're. Or brave. they throw themselves on top of the bomb to prevent it causing problems to well, others. We talk about the, the those the, are brave. The tragic victims of say nine eleven. Well, we somebody has to as, know. We talk about that. Being... Somebody has to know that it's going to happen. And they have to make the choice to remain there in order to stop something worse happening sure, to somebody else. And then they're a hero. No, of course, that's heroic. That's, but if they are brave. just exploded we without being told it. about it, without being given yes. a choice. There's that famous girl, the girl in South Africa who was blown up in the coffee shop bombing. Hmm. She's a famous example. She had her legs blown off. And she gets given awards of bravery. And it's like, it wasn't brave to have her legs blown off. It was, it was incredibly tragic and, and sad. an important rule. You little girl, you're not brave, you, <laughs> no. you, you hussy, you duplicitous whore. I think we should belittle these people in public. What is the Give people? me back that medal. The people on the planes in You 9- legless little twerp. <laughs> the people on the planes in 9-11 weren't brave. They were tragic victims of a, of a uh, horrific well, crime. Maybe the let's roll people were brave. Perhaps they were brave. But, yeah. the, just, but we just declare everyone who is a victim as brave. And there's nothing brave about smashing John, into a building or you're, blowing up. You're, you're, you're very brave with your joints to seize. Thanks very much. What's it called again? Hypermobility syndrome. Uh, you're very brave. Thanks. For having that syndrome. I'm very brave. <laughs> It's not, and I, it sounds a very bitchy one to say, and I, but it isn't bravery, and it's just silly. What number are you on bravery? Number seventeen. Like, this will be the last one to round up, because you said there were thirty-seven. Did thirty-seven. You? Oh, well, Eighteen so. should be the last one. Okay. Then. Yeah. Number seventeen. Any sentence that begins "Am I the only person who thinks?" or "Is it just me?" or is to be ignored. Okay. This is a comments thread phenomenon that drives me round the bend. <laughs> Am I the only one? Am I the only one who thinks? No, you're obviously not the only one is who thinks. Is it just me, or have I'm... we forgotten the true meaning of Christmas? <laughs> is it just me? It's like, I'm, I'm so special and unique, and here's my opinion. Yeah. And, well, of course, any language that can just be deleted and the sentence remain the same, mm. anything that's superfluous, so basically and actually, there's no sentence in which mm. basically or actually can't be deleted and the sentence would be yeah. just as meaningful. Yes, there is. Well, there are examples, but almost none. 
Ever. Almost never are those words useful or additional to a sentence. And so the same is applied for... Um, for am I the only person who thinks... Is it just me? No, it's obviously not just you, you attention-seeking idiot. And if it is just you, it probably means you're delusional. Is it just me or is there a green monster in the corner? <laughs> yes, it is just you. It's you need to go you. to the hospital. <laughs> so thank you, that's outlawed. Okay. Last one. Number 18. Mm-hmm. When walking down the pavement slash sidewalk... These rules are all bilingual. I had buggy st- slash stroller above. Mm. Um, when walking down the pavement or sidewalk and someone is walking toward you in the opposite direction, the first person to move to the side has the priority. Mm-hmm. Moving over to the same side after the first person has moved the over gives the first person permission to hit you with a pole. Okay. This or, an, situation or an umbrella, is, perhaps? Maybe. No, no, umbrellas, they'd be mad. Okay. Uh, this situation is not funny in any sense, and nervous laughter in response is outlawed. It happens so often, though. Oh, it drives me crazy. The first person to move has priority. Oh, 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 oh. Let's dance! <laughs> <laughs> you do a little pavement dump. It happens in corridors. Boom, well. pole around the head. It happens in corridors. It happens in corridors too. Exactly. Not just, just not, not just sidewalks and pavements. And the first person who moves, and sometimes you have that, uh, uh, and yeah. it's the first person who moves as priority. So as soon as you're in the, uh, 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 the second person has to. Ah, uh, but, but how, what if you both sort of move at the same time? You end up moving in the same direction. When that happens, it's not funny. What do you do next? It's not funny. It's annoying. <laughs> There's no <laughs> laughter do you do? to be had. No, but laughter is used in that sense to diffuse the situation. What you, what the laughter is in no, fact I'm saying, saying is, uh, what, what, no, what the laughter is saying in, in, a, in a real evolutionary sense, laughter is actually being used for its proper use okay. there because laughter is there. If you look at why do chimps laugh, it's to say, although I'm doing something that looks confrontational, I'm actually doing it as part of play or as part of ritual. Don't worry, I'm not actually attacking you. Um, so similarly, if you start okay. facing off somebody in a corridor, <laughs> uh, and you know, <laughs> that's a very confrontational thing to do to block their passage. So the laughter is just saying, don't worry, I acknowledge that I'm not actually about to punch you, or I'm not actually about to attack you. That's why they can't help it. So you're now you're you are now trying to prevent evolution. No, no. What I'm doing is I'm saying we're making an aggressive act, and we're replacing the laughter with a pole. Okay. So, <laughs> so, bang, so in fact, you're, you're, it, once it is an aggressive act, then there's no point to laughter because you're <laughs> right. you'll intend to be aggressive. If you move second, but what the other person will laugh the head. because they'll think that they're not being aggressive and they're being passive. But it'll be too late. It'll be too late by then. The pole to the head. Shall we end now? It was 45 minutes. That sounds about right. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, and I have to say that I certainly feel infused. Uh, this, the, the, this in the first quarter of 2010 with the spirit of Christmas. That's absolutely right. I feel quite infused with oat milk. Would you like some more? I probably would. We'll have some. Why don't we have some mixed with rum in no. our next in our next podcast? No, let's never do that ever. We will. Excellent. Bye bye.